Wonder how that woman came up with her cool idea and turned it into a business? Listen in to find out how. Welcome to Women Inspired. I'm your host, Linda Ugalow, and on this show I interview artists, healers, changemakers, and entrepreneurs about what fires them up and how they put their dreams into action. Now, if you have a product or service that you want to bring out to the world, you want people to be excited about it and to know about it. And my guest today is the person who tells you how to do that with a big splash. She's an affiliate launch specialist, Laura Sprinkle. Thanks so much for coming on. Thank you for having me, Linda. Super so excited. <laughs> not everybody has heard that word launch. Can you define that for us? Yeah, so to me, a launch is really how business owners, entrepreneurs, creatives, all the people that you mentioned, get their ideas out of their head and into the world for their people to enjoy them. So um, launch strategist Ron Reich calls it a marketing event. And I'm obsessed with Ron and I follow everything he does. So <laughs> I like that as well. So it's just um, creating an event and excitement, like you said, making a big splash around your product and service so that the ideal customers and clients know about it and want to buy it. Mm -hmm. So it's not something that you just kind of create and then you say, okay, uh, here it is, what do I do now? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> it's, uh, you know, if you have the mentality of build it and they will come, oftentimes in entrepreneurship and in business building, that just does not work. Um, and so it's all the strategy and laying the groundwork before you want people to buy something so that they know about it, that they're excited about it, that... Um, that you're gonna create revenue from it, because after all, that's why we're in business, or part of why we're in business. Um, and it, yeah, so it's like getting the word out. It's, it's really, really fun, um, and if you do it correctly, well, it's, it's fun if you do it correctly, um, otherwise it could be a big headache. <laughs> uh -huh. So what are some of the incorrect things? What are some of the mistakes that people make? Well, number one is definitely not planning ahead and actually not doing a launch around it. If you have an idea for a product, a service, a program, let's say you're gonna create you know, a weight loss program that's three weeks and you're super excited about it and you know it works, um, and maybe you've talked to a few friends and they're excited about it, and then you put all the effort into you know, filming the videos and you know, creating different things, and then you just kind of like have it for sale. Well, that's not really a launch, so that's a huge thing is just like not not launching one um, two is doing it at the last minute um, some people could find success with this but you know you could have a lot more if you strategize ahead of time um, so definitely planning in advance and then three is really trying to only use one channel to do your launch. So let's say, I'll explain that. Yeah, so, that was my next question. Yeah. What is it, what do you mean by channel? What do I mean by channel? <laughs> so, you know, a lot of people these days in the entrepreneur world use Facebook and a lot of people not in the entrepreneur world use Facebook. So let's say that you, you know, you just created your very first gadget and you're super excited about it and then you only post about it on Facebook. Um, so that would be a channel that you're getting the word out there with. Um, and so that would be another mistake I would say is like only using Facebook rather than like also the other social medias, also your friends and family to get the word out, also being on TV with the lovely Linda. Um, you know, there's so many different ways to do it and so really launching from a multifaceted approach is amazing. Mm -hmm. So planning sounds like it helps you make sure that you are utilizing everything that's available. Exactly, yeah. And so when you do things at the last minute, 
um, you're more likely to do those other kind of mistakes, if you will, about only going for one channel. Um, another thing that planning really helps with is thinking about who you're selling it for. Um, because let's say that you did have a health program, you could say, well, everybody should be healthy. Um, but if you're trying to sell your health program to everybody, uh, then you're really kind of talking to nobody. Mm -hmm. um, and so that planning, you can figure out, okay, who, am, who is this really for? And, and hone in on that and create the base of people even before you launch something. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I can see why that would be important. For instance, like if you were targeting women in corporate, with weight loss, then if they saw that program, they would say, wow, that's for me because I've got my specific issues and challenges because I'm working from nine to five. Mm -hmm. And that's different than, let's say, this is for um, moms with young kids oh, totally who have different. a whole yeah. different set of issues mm -hmm. because they're finishing up their kids' meals. <laughs> right. And people think like, oh, well, this program will be good for both of them. And even though that's the case, or even if that's the case, when you specifically talk to one, you're not excluding everybody else. You're not mm -hmm. saying, oh, this is for corporate women, so you can't do this because you're a stay-at-home mom. Um, but they still might resonate with those feelings. You know, if you're going to um, target people that just feel like they're always on the go, you know, you could pull people from both both directions. But mm -hmm. that's, I find that people don't want to niche down because they're like, oh, but this could help all these people. But mm -hmm. when you get more specific, you're actually going to attract more people. Mm -hmm. So it sounds like it's really important to plan out the messaging, the, mm -hmm. the kinds of words that you use in your, the posts that you make or advertising that you do. Oh yeah, that's a huge, huge part of being successful uh -huh. in a launch. And is that something that as a launch strategist you help out with? Yeah, so when I do launch strategy, that is something that I help with is the messaging around um, just the whole launch itself, because if you are thinking about it as an event, um, then you're thinking about the lens as the whole of like, what is the whole message of this program? Um, and then you're also thinking about each individual invitation to join you. Um, so we think about a launch in a few different ways. So we think about, like we talked about, creating that community around your product or service. Mm. Um, and that would be the right community that is ready for your product or service. Um, so you think about all the different invitations to join the community in the pre-launch. Um, and then you think about the invitation to actually join your program or service in the launch itself, if that makes sense. Well, I, I'm a little confused. Like, what is a pre-launch as opposed to a launch? Yeah, so the pre-launch period comes before the launch, as you might imagine. <laughs> um, and the main goal of that is to develop that fan base. It's to um, get people excited. It's to teach people why they even need your program or service because you know, you know, you're like, oh, I, you know, I have this thing and it can really help people with their speaking. I have this service that I want to offer because that is what you do. Mm -hmm. um, but as an entrepreneur, and you work with mostly entrepreneurs, is that correct? And professional. And professional yeah. people. Mm -hmm. um, so, you know, I might be like, oh, you know, I'm living my life, I'm, I'm launching, I'm doing my stuff, but I don't know why I need to speak. I don't know why that's even helpful for me. Or if I'm in corporate, I'm like, oh, I don't speak, I just go to my job every day. And so the pre-launch is where you can teach people why that's even helpful for them. Mm, that's great. Mm -hmm. So who is a launch for, like, is a, if you're just coming out with a product or let's say a service, a weight loss service mm -hmm. or um, 
let's just stick with that. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> like, if it's your first time, are you ready for a launch? Like, do you need to like test out your program first, or how how do you know if you, where you are at, you are ready for the launch, a launch of this type? So, um, in my definition of a launch, like whether you are doing a whole big thing <laughs> or not, which a whole big thing can be defined in a lot of different ways, yes. kind of. You know, um, it doesn't really matter because you are launching. Like that is the definition of being a business owner is you are taking those ideas and you are creating them and you're selling them to people. Um, so whether you're doing that in like a small way and you're just like texting a few people like, hey, I have this thing. I think you'd like it. Like that is a launch in my definition. Mm -hmm. So um, so one, I think everybody is, that's in business is ready for a launch. Um, and then two, you know, we, I know we had talked off camera about like whether you're ready for other people to help you promote your services and, and do it in this like big way where, you know, you're doing advertising and social media and emails and all of the different facets. Um, I would say that you're ready when you've made um, a significant number of sales through some of those like more underground ways. Like if you have a product and you've done the texting and you've done, you know, some Facebook posts and people are interested and they've bought it and you maybe have some sort of community around it, then you could think about um, doing a bigger launch. Um, a bigger launch in what you mean is in terms of inviting other people to help you out and like mm -hmm. affiliates. Yeah. So, so we, other people to help you out um, and just spending more money, time and resources mm -hmm. um, in that marketing mm -hmm. phase. So it sounds like. Let me, let me try yeah. to like deconstruct this <laughs> yeah. a little bit. It sounds like if you are new or have a, like a new service or product, you may want to, I mean, depending on what your vision is, you may want to start off planning a launch on your own Oh yeah. and seeing how it goes. And once it's proven or tested and you want to make a make it larger to bring in more revenue to reach more people that's when you may want to bring someone like yourself on to help out with uh, having a bigger impact is that how you see it I do yeah I think that there you can definitely follow people who talk about strategy like Ron um, or myself um, you know when you're getting started but really when you're getting started there's just so much trial and error that you're going through and, and just testing things out that, that, yeah, I would wait until you have something a little more proven and then you feel confident in yeah. before doing a bigger launch. Yeah. So let's talk a little bit about what is an affiliate launch. Yeah. <laughs> so affiliate meaning you bring in other people. What What is that about? You know, why do you do that and how does that help? Yeah. So I was just uh, talking to somebody about this. She's like, what does an affiliate mean? Uh, so an affiliate is like, let's say that I did have a weight loss program. I was super excited about it. People were getting results um, and they were really excited about it. You know, maybe some of the people that had been through my program or um, somebody that is aligned with my program. So let's say a doctor, a chiropractor, um, a nutritionist, they were kind of hearing about my program and, and the results that I was getting for people. Um, and they could think of people that would also be interested in. So, you know, I just mentioned a few different people. So somebody who takes my program, a student, um, could think of some friends or family that also want the same results that they've gotten. Um, the other, the, you know, the professionals probably have clients or patients that want those results. So all of those people 
have uh, ideal customers that I'm looking for, for my product or service. And so an affiliate would be that they would align with me and they would promote my product, program, or service um, and sell it. So they're opening up my audience without me needing to do all the pre-launch stuff for them. Mm -hmm. um, to get those people into my community. So they're helping get the word out and then I give them a percentage of commissions on the product or program. Mm -hmm. Okay. Is how that works. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So there are people who are who are really interested. They want to, they know people who could be helped by what you exactly. have. Exactly, yeah. And they, they share your message with their audience. Mm -hmm. and yeah. Yeah, yeah so and it's then, a good for the business owner because like I said, they're getting you know, the audience that they're selling to is a lot bigger. Mm -hmm. um, and hopefully, you know, if you've done the affiliate alignment properly, then it's all ideal customers, which is incredible. Mm -hmm. Instead of just like shouting to the room, you know, that it's very specific people that they're talking to. Um, and then for the affiliate, it's also beneficial because they have a complimentary thing to, to share with their community. Mm -hmm. um, and then of course, they're also getting the commission payment. Right. And they don't have to deliver um, you know, the product or service, that's the business owner. Laura, how did you get into this? <laughs> well, it's a long winding story. Well, let's hear um, a little bit of it. A little bit, yeah. So I actually, so speaking of a health program, I was in the health um, industry. I had a health coaching company that I did with gut health, but I found over the years with that gut, I- With gut health? Yeah. Okay. Yep. Which is so funny now to think about. Um, but. I found that I was really more interested in the marketing of it um, and just putting together the programs and services. And I loved, I love, so many people are like, oh, launches for me out. I'm like, I love launches. <laughs> it's so fun with, like I said, with the messaging and, and thinking of new angles and new channels to get the word out. Um, Cause it, launches are not static. Like they're always, they're super dynamic and you're thinking like, ooh, I could send physical mail and we could do this and lives and da da da, -da. Uh, So it's just super fun for me. Um, and then through that and just doing bigger and bigger launches, I realized that I just love working with affiliates because I love talking with people and making friends. That's like one of my favorite things to do is meeting new people. And that's what I get to do with affiliates. It's making aligned friendships. Hmm. So you started with your own business mm -hmm. and dis discovered you really like the marketing part. That's so unusual. <laughs> <laughs> the opposite of most. So it works out. It yeah, works it's out. great because there's, there's a big need for that because not everybody feels like, you know, they like doing the work that they do. And the idea of marketing feels like, oh my God, there's so much here. It's so complicated. I don't have time for this. Yeah. Yeah. And to find someone who finds it fun. Yeah. <laughs> And that must be fun to work with someone who finds it fun too. Yeah, yeah. I feel like that's, um, I just feel like it's my dream, my dream job that I can mm -hmm. just sit with somebody and we can strategize and, and just, like I said, it's, we're creating things out of nothing. So how did you go from having your own business to helping others with theirs? Like the technical well, just like the shift? Yeah, like, <laughs> what, like, like, so one day you said, oh, I like this and I, did you just think maybe I could help other people or how did, did someone yeah, ask a, you? Or? I had an inkling in the background and I was helping people for free on the side. Mm -hmm. um, and then one day I was actually uh, on my honeymoon and I was coming back and we were on this boat and I just like, I just started crying. I just <laughs> broke down and my husband's like, what's going on? We are coming back from our honeymoon. Like there's something wrong already. And I'm like, 
now I just, I don't want to get back to the business that I've created. I want to do this other thing. And he's like, okay, well, you should do it. And so the next day I sent an email to my, my community, my lovely community that was super excited about gut health. And I just said, listen, I'm not going to do this anymore. <laughs> changing, changing gears. But, um, it was actually more aligned than I thought because I was already attracting a lot of entrepreneurs. And so it worked out. So when, when you sent it out to the list, did you get some clients from that? I did. Oh, yeah. so that's really lucky. Yeah. So they say, oh, you're doing that. I'm interested in that. Yeah. It worked out really well. Wow. Talk about alignment. Yeah. And I, well, <laughs> I did, um, right when I sent that email, I think I lost about half my community, but then I tripled it in like two months. So wow. it was like, yeah, the more aligned you are and the more fun you're having, at least in my case, I can literally see the difference. Yeah. So tell me a little bit about how you tripled your community in three months. <laughs> sure. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so it was through some of that marketing stuff, which is funny because, you know, I talk about planning it out and having alignment and the messaging. Um, and I think that's all important to like think things through ahead of time. And at the same time to make sure that you are excited about them because I just started my conversations differently. I started posting things on social media that were more exciting for me. Um, I started creating, you know, free giveaways, free gifts for for my community and for my potential community um, that they could give me their name and email and I would send them a free gift um, that felt more fun to create for me um, and were more useful for people in that audience that I wanted to serve. Um, and so they started downloading them. That's great. Yeah. That's so great. that was a, a few years ago and things of course have, have shifted and changed since then. I think business is always pretty dynamic as an entrepreneur uh -huh. and I like that too. So uh, do you mostly help entrepreneurs or do you help other kinds of clients, corporate clients or? No, just business owners. Just yeah. business owners. Mm -hmm. Okay. Now I'm curious being a speaking coach of sorts, I help yeah. people overcome the fear of speaking whether it's on stage or camera, do you see the, a need or a benefit for people who do get out on video, let's say, you know, in the online space, in the launches? Is that a component that you see? For them, like I think that it should be part of their launch? Yeah. Oh, definitely. Um, I have seen huge results with my clients that were afraid of speaking um, and, you know, they would kind of hide behind their computers during a launch and maybe they would do a webinar or something, but only with slides um, or they just have like photos online um, in their Facebook advertising and then they've shifted and now they're getting out on video and, you know, doing TV appearances and all of that um, and it has, you know, doubled their launches and, really? I, I, you know, I'm not saying that it was like directly related, but I just think it's so intertwined. The fact that they're in alignment with themselves and feel more comfortable getting on camera can also align with, you know, getting more visibility because there's more opportunities. Plus you get to connect with your audience on a deeper level. Like if I just read something somebody wrote versus if I see them talking, um, you know, I can connect in different ways. Mm-hmm. Which I'm sure that you found. So I well, think yes, part of it. yes, but I I don't have the benefit of seeing how it may impact a launch mm -hmm. to have that kind of visibility. I, I could guess. Yes, <laughs> yes. Yeah, so I actually have a funny story of um, one launch I was helping run. You know, we were doing the. It was still when she was in the phase of like you know just doing the slides, 
and we had some technical <laughs> technical difficulties and so I ended up accidentally turning my camera on and I was in my pajamas and like just because it was an, a nighttime webinar that I was just helping um, to set up and then she accidentally got on camera and it was like this whole big thing um, and that was the highest converting webinar that we've ever had with that team. So just that's to, amazing. Yeah, to explain it's like the percentage of number of people on the webinar versus number of people who bought, that's how you get a conversion rate. And that was the highest we've ever had wow. because it just shows you're human. Uh -huh. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. So is that something that like in the debriefing process, <laughs> you guys thought, well, maybe we should be showing our faces more? Yes, definitely. Oh, interesting. Yeah, and also not worrying so much about having everything perfect because um, people people resonate with the sort of imperfect real life stuff too. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. I mean, probably people said, "Oh, look, she's in her pajamas." Yes. <laughs> yeah, I'm still pretty embarrassed about it. That's okay. I'm talking about it on TV, so I guess not that embarrassed. Not that embarrassed. <laughs> it's a great story. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> And do you do a lot of um, online camera videos yourself? Uh, I have. Well, I actually have been really behind the scenes for the past year because I've been working with bigger clients mm -hmm. um, rather than doing you know more group programs. But um, I do. Yeah, I can still remember like my first video, and if I watch it now, it's just hilarious. And I mean, still looking back and watching videos of yourself, I still find that difficult, but. I've definitely improved <laughs> big time. That's what I like to tell people who yeah. are just starting out. I had a coach who said, Linda, you should put out one of your first videos and then so people can see. Mm -hmm. And I went into my YouTube channel and my hard drive and I realized I had deleted all of my, like for two, first two years of my video making, I had deleted everything. Oh, wow. And I thought, darn, why did I do that? You know, because at one point I couldn't bear to watch it. Mm -hmm. I thought this is terrible. Never thinking that, I think at that time I didn't know I would be doing the work I do now. Right. So if I had known, I would have saved it because it's, you know, it's so important to, for people to see that you grow, you do grow, you do um, improve. And and it's okay to be where you are to begin with, mm -hmm. you know? Yeah, it's fun to look back. I mean, it's yeah. fun and a little cringeworthy, but... Yeah. A little cringeworthy, <laughs> but, but also, yeah, it's fun. Yeah. And then you can also see how far you've come, and that's mm -hmm. satisfying. Exactly. So I love to ask my guests to pull a card and, and riff about what it means to them in life or business or... Okay. Let's see what we get. Ooh, this is funny since we've been sort of talking about affiliates friendship mm. <laughs> um, so I have a lot of different stories I could tell about friendship but um, the first one that comes to mind is if you treat the people in your business life like they're your friends um, I just think you can get so much further and also I know so many people that have this fear of speaking or this fear of going to networking events, this fear of putting themselves out there. Um, but if you're in a room of friends, it's so much easier. And so if you think like, oh, I'm going to this event and I'm gonna, you know, just meet a couple of one person, two people um, that I really connect with, then it's gonna be just so much easier to do business. Um, 
with them and also to use friendship kind of as a gauge of who am I going to hire? Who am I going to do business with? Like, I don't want to work with somebody that I wouldn't, you know, go get a drink with or something because mm-hmm. uh, it's just going to make life no fun. And then I think you should just go get a job. Then. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Why, why would you subject yourself to that? That's great. So That's great. Yeah. Do you have anything else that comes to mind you said? Um, so that, and then I would say, you know, only work with people that you want to be friends with and to just, uh, by the same token, um, I would say that tread carefully when it comes to working with friends that you've had forever. Um, and not tread carefully necessarily, but um, to be clear about your boundaries. I know that was another card in there. Um, and so boundaries as far as like, okay, we're doing work and then now we're, we're doing play uh, just so there's no confusion around payments and mm. stuff like that because money and friendship can be a tricky thing. Mm-hmm. That's I don't know great advice yeah. <laughs> to be clear when it comes to, mm-hmm. to the business side of it. Yes. Yeah, that's great. Yeah. Well, this has been so much fun yeah. to talk about, and I'm sure that it's opened up a lot of people's minds to what is possible mm-hmm. and what they might be doing looking forward yes. in their business. How can people find out about you? Did, did you say you have a free gift? I do, yes. Um, and so this is another great way to do a pre-launch, everybody, is to have a free gift. Um, so my free gift is actually a checklist that people can follow um, if they want to create a bigger launch and get all other people on board to help them promote it. Um, and so it's a Google Sheet, so it's super easy. I mean, I love like pretty PDFs as much as the next person, but literally they can just make a copy and just start using it. So. That's great. And where would they find that? Oh, they can go to lauraspringle.com forward slash inspired. Great. And that's just inspired for your community. Yes. For a, in, yep. Women inspired. Wonderful. Well, thanks so much for coming on and sharing your all your knowledge and wisdom and stories. Thanks for having me, Linda. Yeah. So if you want to have a little more support in getting out there and being visible and speaking, I have a download for you as well. It's a guided visualization for speaking confidence and you can get it at lindayugalo.com forward slash speaking confidence. I hope you enjoyed this episode and be sure to tune in to the next one. Thank you for listening to Women Inspired. The show is recorded live in the studios of Bedford TV in Massachusetts. Music courtesy of Sheik Gamin. If you like this episode, please leave a review or comment. You can subscribe to the podcast in iTunes or watch all the TV episodes of Women Inspired with the show notes and links at www.lindayugalo.com forward slash TV.